for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello, it's a joy to be with you again as we look into God's Word, as we look to see where is it that He is going to be able to lift us up in, in our everyday challenges. You know, so often we uh, hear the voices out there, the, the talking heads of TV or whomever we may listen to, who talk to us about doom and gloom and depression would maybe set in. So at the point, the question is today, what do we do with fear? Today is a day that uh, we remember a, a leader that came forward in the time here in American history when there was a lot of concern, a lot of division, a lot of uh, struggle about what kind of uh, fighting would go on between people. It was uh, Abraham Lincoln that was born today that we remember his life and the way he gave leadership in a time of crisis for the United States of America when there may be a division, a separation, a breaking down of the experiment that those founders of our nation had put in place. Abraham Lincoln depended on God's word to give him direction and where he would make choices. And he gave great leadership in areas of uh, choices that would guide our country on to be a blessing in people's lives. And in that, there were great wars and there was great destruction, but ultimately, the United States of America was preserved. And today, I question, in your life, and in my life, what are those things that would divide us from God or separate us from His work in our lives? What is it that we need to watch out for that would cause our eyes to be distracted and that we would fear what's ahead of us? Today, let's listen to God's Word as it is read to us. God bless you. Luke chapter 12, verses 1 through 12. Meanwhile, when a crowd of many thousands had gathered so that they were trampling on one another, Jesus began to speak first to his disciples, saying, Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. What you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight, and what you have whispered in the ear in the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the roofs. I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after that can do no more. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after your body has been killed, has authority to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. 
Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. I tell you, whoever publicly acknowledges me before others, the Son of Man will also acknowledge before the angels of God. But whoever disowns me before others will be disowned before the angels of God. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. When you are brought before synagogues, rulers, and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. This opening verse it reminds me of what it's like on Black Friday, you know the day after Thanksgiving here in America, when all of a sudden the stores have all sorts of sales on. And as the doors are open, there's a rush to get to that new TV or that new coat or whatever it is somebody's trying to get to, how people will trample over one another. And in our opening verse, it says, meanwhile, it's in chapter 12 of Luke, when a crowd of many thousands had gathered, so that they were trampling on one another, Jesus began to speak first to his disciples, saying, Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Now, at this point, the lesson moves forward into an area of life when the disciples are not to take on the teachings of the Pharisees. So often the Pharisees wanted to be seen by the people or heard in their great orations in prayer. When Christ spoke to the disciples, he talked to them about the Lord knows your heart. Consider the things that are in your heart. Those are more important than all else. And the, the hypocrisy that the Pharisees, I want to look like one of the religious people. Maybe I need to say those fancy words. At that point, there's an element of the frog in the kettle. You, re you remember the frog in the kettle. Now, down in Louisiana, when they pick frogs out of the, the swamps and they're going to cook them up, you know, if you put a frog in a pot of boiling water, you know, when it's turmoil and everything's going on, the bubbling, you throw a frog in, that frog jumps out of there right away. But if you get a, a bucket or a barrel and you start the heat low and you put the frog in a kind of a tepid water, well, the frog feels just fine. And as the fire gets hotter, it cooks that frog. Now, the question is, do we allow ourselves to be influenced by the culture, by those hypocrites around us, wanting to be showing ourselves, be religious, and not having the heart that God wants in us? Are we the frogs slowly being cooked in the kettle? That's what God's trying to warn the disciples about. Watch out for the teaching there of those uh, Pharisees. Because in verse 2, there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. Oh my, do you realize that my real thoughts, my real motivations are going to be shown one day? 
one day in heaven, when we stand before the great white throne judgment, when we stand before the Bema seat, and we are uh, uh, considered, we're going to be evaluated or judged, and all the things that we ever thought or um, didn't think correctly are going to be known by everybody. So at a point, it's important that we train ourselves to have the mind and heart of God, to not be influenced or, or uh, caught up in the way that the world does things, but to do it the way God would have us do things. He goes on then in verse 3 and it says, What you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight, and what you have whispered in the ear in the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the roof. So the promise is things are going to come out. It's not going to be held back. You know, there was a time when I was uh, in a, a position where I feared for my life, where I was really concerned. You know, I was afraid that I might die. You know, the Lord guides us in that whenever we're struggling. He says, I tell you, my friends, in verse 4, do not be afraid of those who kill the body and afraid of that they can do no more. But, verse 5, but I will tell you whom you should fear. Fear him who after your body has been killed has authority to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. In that evening when I was struggling with that fear, I had a time with the Lord when I just thought about what he had brought me about through my life, how he had guided me, and I thanked him for it. I thanked him that he had, he had blessed me. But I also recognized that there was a future, that even if I were to die that night, I would spend eternity with him. I would be in his presence. And that brought me great comfort. Now that comfort quieted the fear that was there. Because what's the worst thing that could happen that night? I could die. But then guess what? I'd be with my Heavenly Father. What a great joy that would be. So that when there's fear in your life, consider the things God has given to you, brought you through, and knowing that in Him you will have that eternal life, that joy in His presence. Don't don't worry about the things that you may see around you. Consider the things that are still ahead for you. In verse 7 it says, Indeed, the very hairs of your head are numbered. Well, for some that's easier than others. And then it says, Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. And so at this point, folks, God loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son. And it was an offer for you and for me, if we believe in him, we'll have eternal life. So believe in the work that he has done and that he is continuing to do in your life. Praise God. He's still the one who quiets my fear and gives me hope for the future. In the final couple of verses 
in our section today. It says, when you are brought to the synagogue, rulers and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. So often people say that it, the hardest thing for them is to give an answer when somebody accuses you. Well, I want you to know that our Christian faith is one that we don't have to be afraid, as we're promised right there in Scripture. Whenever somebody challenges our faith, when somebody speaks against us, the Lord will give us an answer. If we look to Him, He'll give us the words to say. I pray today that you would be one ready to give an answer. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, today, in your goodness and in your wisdom, you guide us and you teach us and you lift us up when we are overwhelmed with concern, when fear is there. You're there to guide us. We can have confidence that we're not alone. You promise always to be there for us, to never leave us nor forsake us. In circumstances when we are afraid of what to say, Father, we praise you for the Comforter, your Holy Spirit, that indwells us, that guides our lives, our speech, our conduct, Lord, to your glory. Today I pray in my life, in each of our lives, Lord, that you would use us and you would quiet our fears and give us the words to speak. In your precious name, amen. Singer, so,